Hey folks, it's King from Stay Tuned Sports, and I gotta tell you, I love energy drinks. They help give me that boost that I need to finish all my work, get through game film recaps from all of Sunday's games, and they provide that pick-me-up during a very long week. What I don't love is that crash and the jitters, the gross feeling you get with most other energy drinks. And that's why I tried Dubby, and I gotta tell you, Dubby is a game changer with flavors like Dragonade, Beach and Peach, Galaxy Grenade, and my personal favorite, the Dub Sludge. You can find your favorite or just get them all. There's no jitters, there's no crash because there's no sugar in Dubby. Plus, Dubby contains Neurofactor, an all natural ingredient derived from coffee cherries, which has been linked to enhanced brain function. You go on over to Dubby.gg right now, that's Dubby.gg, to grab the best energy drink you've ever had. And if you enter the code STSPORTS18, in all caps, you'll get 10% off your order. That's STSPORTS18 to get 10% off of Dubby Be Better. Stay tuners. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. It's your good friend Jimbo here with our good buddy King. How you doing, bud? Hey, how we doing, man? Uh, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to all the listeners, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Happy New Year to uh, to you as well. Uh, thank you very much. And uh, I, I, I'll I I don't know. Um, considering how the first three or so days of 2023 <laughs> have gone, I'm get I'm getting major 2020 vibes right now, which is not good. I saw I saw that, but I'm I'm gonna be the positive one here. And those first three days, it it yeah, like you said, it was not looking good. But the past day or so, it seems like we're getting some positive um, uh, updates. I'll call. We'll it. see. So we'll, we'll see. see. That's what I'll see. Because I mean, well, because you have obviously, um, obviously, the big thing that's going to dominate this show and has dominated everything for the for the last couple of days here is uh, Demar Hamlin, of course, from the from the Buffalo Bills. Uh, you also have the Jeremy Renner situation, which yeah. is crazy, getting run over by a plow and trying to help out a family member. And they're they're um, keeping it open as a criminal investigation. Uh, that's, who's first? Who's trying to kill Hawkeye here? What's going on I mean, here? We already took Thanos. Is is, is I was going to say Thanos is already snapped. He's ashed. He's he's dusted. So maybe, maybe Kang this, it could try, be Kang. Yeah, you know? it could be King. Could be Kingpin. King from yep, uh, yep, from the yep. TV show could be Kingpin. Could be, I, you know, I can't I, wait till Daredevil comes out. I I love Vincent. I can never pronounce his last name, but he he's so good at, Yeah, he's so good. It's not at that hard. D'Onofrio, man, he's been around forever. I know he's a fantastic fantastic actor. Has been all the way since Full Metal Jacket, obviously. Yeah. Um. So excited to see how. I'm I, I'm not excited. I'm I'm curious to see how Disney handles that. Cause they already said, uh, Charlie Cox already came out and said that they're, they're it's not going to be nearly as dark 
oh, were okay. as violent as the Netflix series was uh, because <laughs> Disney. Oh, oh. It, yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, that's unfortunate. So I'm, I'm wondering if that's something that if they tone it down, will it still be as good? Yeah. Um, we'll see. I don't know. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll see how, how they handle it. Cause I'll tell you what werewolf by night was pretty good as a one-off special that they did. I, um, I enjoyed okay that. Me. I enjoyed that. Um, kind of old school, kitschy, uh, yeah. uh, Hollywood horror stuff mixed with the Marvel universe, fun stuff. So, but I, I like that kind of stuff. Like I like the midnight suns and moon night and, and yeah. werewolf by night and stuff like that. So we'll see. Um, but Obviously, all the best to Jeremy Renner for a recovery. He gave a little bit of an update, too. There were reports going out that he was missing an arm, missing a leg. Apparently, yeah. his legs are pretty messed up. Okay. Uh, we you know, we don't know. All we saw was his face a little bit, which he looks like he got, uh, you know, he's he's messed up a bit, obviously. Yeah. Um, you, don't, you don't look great when you get run over by a plow. You don't. You <laughs> no. just, you know. <laughs> uh, so best to him. Uh, and then, of course, uh, uh, man, uh, what happened on Monday night was... Uh, that uh, that 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 one was um, that was tough. That was that was a first one, uh, a, a new one for me. One that I I definitely. Uh, uh, well, no, I mean nobody nobody was expecting that. No, no I mean no, no. No, how can you how can you expect that? Like you expect injuries. You expect oh guys down. Oh he broke a leg. I mean we've seen people break legs. I mean we saw uh, Dak Prescott's foot facing the other way. Yeah, Alex uh, Smith. to the point where. Uh, Troy Troy Aikman thought he his shoe came off or something like that. Remember yeah, like that? He's yeah. like, oh, it looks like he's missing his shoe. No, no, no that's, that's his whole fucking foot, Troy. <laughs> um, you know, so so we see gruesome things and we see things like that uh, on the football field, and and those are hard to watch. Those are those are terrible things. But what happened on Monday was um, on on a on a different level. You know, yeah. Um, I was I was on the phone with my father for a, a large part of the night, uh, you know, as as we're just trying to find out what's going on, get any kind of information um, about what had happened. Because uh, I had literally, I had actually just like turned, I had just turned the game on. Okay. Uh, I was a little late getting to the game. I had watched the end of the Rose Bowl. I was getting some other stuff together. I think I had grape dinner or something. Uh, so it was, you know, uh, I was a little bit behind. So when I turned the game on and I think it was already seven nothing at that point, and then Buffalo scored the field goal and then, and then Cincinnati had the ball again, they were driving the ball down the field. Uh, and then, uh, Joe Burrow, uh, completes the pass to, to, uh, uh, T Higgins, uh, gets tackled. Uh, everybody stands up, you know, at the end of the play, everybody stands up yeah. and, uh, 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 Demar Hamlin stands up, uh, takes a step, stops, and then falls straight backwards. Just dead weight too, like not uh, and try to brace yourself like, either. Like no, that's what I mean. It's like it was, it was like that. And so now you start thinking like, because you're running through your head, and the moment you see something like that, you start thinking like a uh, concussion, a uh, head injury, knocked out, something like yeah. that. Uh, but it's like no, he stood up, like he was, he was conscious, he was there, so he stood up and made a step. And then fell directly backwards. So it was like, okay, it's not that. Um, like, it's not a neck injury or spinal injury because he wouldn't have fucking got up or moved at yeah. all. You know, and so now you're sitting there thinking, like, what, what the fuck is going on? What this could be? And then you see the ambulance come out on the field. And then you see the players surround them. And you have no idea what's going on. And they keep on cutting the break and coming back and cutting the break and coming back. Uh, <clears throat> and uh, it's only after, I think it was the second or third commercial break that they came back from uh 
was when Joe Buck mentioned that uh, what they saw and what they were going to report that they saw could see was that uh, they were furiously performing CPR for the last, I think he said, the way he put it was that they were uh, furiously performing CPR over the last two commercial breaks okay. uh, that people saw, you know, but I guess they didn't want to say anything yet as to, you know, kind of confirm what they were seeing. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and that's when you start getting like, oh shit. Yeah. And then you start seeing like uh, Josh Allen um, crying. Why does a ghost hands over his face? Uh, you see Stefan Diggs bawling his eyes out. You see how Joe Burrow looks. You see how the Bengals on on are, are looking around there. Like you, you just see, because obviously they're there. They see they they were surrounding him to kind of protect him from prying eyes for what was happening. Yeah. So they saw they knew that they were um, defibrillating him. They had the AED units out there yeah. uh, to shock his heart, and they were performing um, CPR on him for over nine minutes. From from what we understand, um, and you see that, and and like the other thing too is, I mean, that the whole stadium was dead silent. Like, no, you know, and, there, there was no, right. no no sound, and you know for. Uh, like you know, Eagles fans getting bashed for being so so bad, and you know this fan base and that fan base. That was the first time in a, a very long time that you actually saw fan bases come together. You see, uh, I, I I read one and story. That was... a, a kid, a Bengals fan, kept running for tissues for this one Bills fan to make sure she had enough yes. tissues. You know, I read like, that. I read that online. Yes, it, it's it's just amazing that. And you see a lot of stories. You see the people that were coming together and praying uh, together, uh, Bills and Bengals fans, in the middle of the stands. You saw, and and I think the thing was, because that crowd was loud. It was getting right. Oh, I yeah. mean, this was a big. This is a big fucking game. You know what yeah. I mean? This game was, you know, and and that's the other part of it. You know, and, and speaking with my dad about it, it's like when you you know you 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 think about man, we were all looking forward. To this game is a big game. It's a big important. This game is so fucking important. This game is going to determine who's here, there, and everywhere. Who's got yeah. the division? Will the, will the Bengals win the division? Will the Bills get the number one? Will the seeding and what are the you know? How does this affect the Chiefs and how does it affect the Ravens and da 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 da? And you go through all that, and and in that moment, all that stopped. Yeah. In that moment, it, none of that became what what was important. And I think that's to your point about the crowd is like you had a crowd there that was ready to go revved up loud as shit they were fucking loud they're you know they're ready to go have a great night watching two of the best in the nfl go at it and i i honestly think you know you have the injury happens and that's when you have the murmur yeah but i think what happened was is probably from the upper deck because people on the upper deck i think could see what was happening okay and i think what happened was as with anything words started to spread down yeah and so people started to understand in the crowd what was going on. And that's when it went from that kind of hushed murmur that you get usually when there's an injury or something on, on the field to there was dead silence. Yeah, like you could hear a pin drop. It was absolutely just not not to use, uh, you know, uh, uh, I don't want to say like anything inappropriate, like deathly quiet or ghostly yeah. quiet, but that's what it was, you know. It was I don't want to. It was just um, it was incredibly 
uh, silent in that in that entire place and um it was hard to it was, uh, you know again everybody you know i guess um processes things differently or you know as, as i've gotten older maybe i've got uh, you know a lot of people say i've gotten softer as i've gotten older whatever like that but um man it really affected me and it brought me back to something that um you know, and, and, you know, some people have this and that. And again, this, this is the problem I, I, I don't like either is like people who try to take things in and make it about them or do something like that. But, yeah. um, uh, there, there's, there's an experience I had that was something like this. So this isn't about me okay. again, because nothing like this, uh, happened to me personally. Uh, but when I did put, when I played high school football, um, we had a kid on our uh, team uh brian blankenship uh played with him great kid good kid uh was, was actually really nice to me which was rare <laughs> back in high school for me nobody was ever really nice to me. but he was he was good and he was a good kid uh and we were playing uh i forget who we were playing it was a scrimmage it was early on like it wasn't even a game it was just like a it was almost like a a, a preseason scrimmage we were doing with another school Okay. I think it was just something from down south Jersey, uh, but we're playing in Bayonne, and uh, he took a hit. Uh, came off the field, said, oh, I, I, "I'm, you know, I feel dizzy or something like that." Like this was obviously back in like ninety six, ninety six, ninety seven, somewhere around there. Okay. So the idea of concussion protocol or anything like that, even high school level, was there was non existent. Yeah. So, uh, but. He came off the field. Was like, uh, don't feel good. Uh, so they took him off. They said, take a knee. You know, uh, uh, collect yourself. If you feel better, let me know. We'll get you back out of there. So he comes off the field, takes a knee. He's just there. <laughs> um, next thing you know, uh, he he throws up, and then passes out. And everybody's like, oh, what? What's going on? So all of a sudden now, all the trainers, everybody's there is down on them, checking them out. Next thing you know, they take us off the sidelines and move us all the way to the end of the end zone. Wow. And now we're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. What happened? You know, now we're all fucking freaking out. The next thing we know, again, they're not telling us anything. They moved us all the way away from him. Next thing we know, there's uh, a medevac comes and lands on the field. Holy shit. Helicopter comes, takes him, takes what go from Newark, uh, Newark University Medical Center. Uh our coach at the time comes over. He's you know, he tries to put put on a face. He's like, ah, you know, he's he's all right, he's conscious, you know, he's all the doctors on him. He's like, get all this shit off me, blah, blah, blah. He was lying his ass off. That the, what happened was um he died on the field. Wow. Uh, they revived here's the thing. They revived him. He was okay afterwards he spent some he spent about two weeks in in the hospital uh but he died on the field he had uh he he ruptured a vessel in his brain a blood vessel in his brain on the head and that's what happened he hit his head uh head to head collision uh thought it was just got his bell rung so came off the field uh and was just got arrested and he felt better go back in what was happening was that his brain was filling up with blood and then he threw up passed out and died wow um 
so like I, when that happened and I heard and I saw like all the, the ambulance on the field and I, and then you find out they were doing CPR on them and they were doing all this stuff. I immediately got transported right back to, you know, being uh, 16 years old on that football field. Yeah. Uh, and, and what happened to, uh, to, to Brian Blankenship. And yeah, I, th- I think there's people out there that, that, that do have that and have those experiences and have those stories. Um, um, like that and a lot I think a lot of people saw that and were brought back to that yeah and I think a lot of people just just in general had their humanity of just like what with what happened um and and watching that and being a witness to that, like you never expect that you're gonna see somebody die on a football field and 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 to the you know to to not sugarcoat this uh Demar Hamlin died on a football field. Yeah, um, and it was only due to the uh, quick response and and fantastic response by all the medical personnel on that field from both teams, from the city of Cincinnati, from the University of Cincinnati Medical Center, everybody there. Uh, that uh, uh, right now, as we're recording this, it's four seventeen p.m. Eastern time here uh, on Wednesday. Uh, what are we on the fourth already? Uh, yeah, yeah, January fourth. Yeah, January fourth. Uh, that uh, that Mr. Hamlin is, from what we understand, that the latest news we have on him is that he is, uh, you know, he's alive. So that's the first thing that's good to know. Yeah. Um, he is, from what I understand, now on on a fifty percent oxygen. Uh, mixture, whereas before, uh, when he first got to the hospital, apparently he was on a hundred percent clearly. Yeah. Um, and, and that came right from his uncle. Um, making that, that came story. from his uncle again, not from any press release from the, the medical center. And again, we're not going to speculate. We're not going to sit here and say anything like that. We're going to tell you what we know, and we're going to tell you what we know from from a source that is either the medical professionals. Or what his family has come out and said in either a release or in any interviews like that. We're, what we're not going to do is sit here and try to uh, pretend or play doctor or sit here and say, yeah. well, this is what caused it or this is what might have happened or this is this or this is that. Like, that's not what we're going to do here. Yeah, uh, That is all stuff that we will find out later. Uh, and that stuff, frankly, isn't important right now. What's important is, is, uh, is make sure that that young man is alive and can wake up and can function that's the other thing that you know we always worry about too is that he was he was on that field for a long time yeah and, and you know he was unresponsive for what they say nine minutes they had to give him cpr uh yeah uh for, and from also what his uncle said if we're going to go uh, with that route, route uh uh he said that he was uh revived twice he had to be revived yeah. on the field he had to have cpr on the field and then uh once he got to the hospital they also had to revive him again which yeah. is something we didn't know yeah, no, we just found out what was that today? I think uh, last last that, night, last I think night? was his interview or something like that. Yeah. So yeah, they also did say, and this came from the doctors. They wouldn't be specific with it, but they did say that overnight, some signs uh, there was some progression progression in um, some of the signs, but they didn't want to get they, into it. They did, from what we understand. Again, there were there were no details, but they said that um, signs. Yeah. Apparently, you know, there is some positive, you know, it, it, things seem to be trending in a more positive than negative direction. Yeah. 
Um, even if things are staying lateral at this point, as long as it doesn't go negative, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, but hearing that is better than hearing something else, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so again, still hopeful. I mean, um, I, I guess what, what I, we get from this, I gotta say from my side of this, um, the whole situation, um, <clears throat> I wasn't watching the game at the time I was, I was watching something else. I figured what I was watching and I'm not sure who in our, our group chat, uh, our family group chat with our picks and stuff like that. Um, said, it might've been my brother. It was either my brother or, or my sister-in-law. Yeah. I forget which one and I was. Said, you know, the, this, this shit is crazy. And I just text him like, you know, what are you talking about? And you figured they'd be talking about the game. Like what a crazy catch or yeah. something or some nonsense. Yeah. And, uh, I forget exactly what he, what they said, but I was like, what the hell? So I, I jumped on Twitter real quick just to see what's going on. And I start seeing what, you know, the, the uh, prayers up for, you know, trending and this and that. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? And I saw the video of it. And at first, you know, I even said in, in the, the, the family chat there, it looked like a concussion. I mean, we've seen a couple of weeks ago with the Patriots uh, player that um, Nelson Aguilar had a call uh, a timeout and everything because wide receiver, Patriots wide receiver got up, was wobbly, no one's calling the whistle, whatever, and you know, so I mean, we I, I've seen players get up like how uh, DeMar did and fall right back down. It's just like a, a delayed reaction in a way. And even watching the, um, the replay of it, it looked like Higgins' helmet may have got a little bit underneath uh, uh, DeMar's helmet, so maybe caught his chin. So that's why I thought concussion until they said that they're doing CPR. Then then I was like, oh shit, this this is serious now. And the, the weirder and the stranger thing about this whole situation is me and my dad, my dad asked me the question just the day before, has anyone ever died on the f- football field? And, that was, and, he, and he only brought it up because of the sh- uh, Josh Sweat uh, injury in the Eagles game. Um, where he just went limp. We, you know, think, 1971, Detroit Lions. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I, I think I posted that yeah. uh, not too long ago. Yeah, he died of a heart attack on the field. Too. And it's just just weird how a day later this this happens. And I was like you. I, I, I probably didn't go to bed till I probably didn't get off of social media till about midnight because I want to see as much updates as I could. Because I, I, I'm sorry, ESPN, I think, handled it the wrong way. Uh, oh, see, I, I, you're, I think you're in a minority of that. Well, what, and what I, I mean ESPN, is... ESP, ESPN handled that as perfectly, I think, as anybody could handle it. Well, like what I mean is, you know, you're, you're going to be tuning in to find out if there's updates, but there's only so many times, and you could see it in Booger McFarland, you could see it in, in The Female Reporter. There's only so many times you go back and just re-say the same things over and over, and you're seeing them in pain as well. You know, no, no, but that, but again, you, you, I, I don't understand though. Like that's, I mean, listen, as somebody who has worked in radio, worked in the media, uh, uh, before and, and wants to, um, the, these things as terrible as they are, like this, this is part of your job when something happens that is, again, but, nobody expects this. This is not something expected. It's not, I'm not saying yeah. like, Hey, this is what's there, but, um, the, your the, job there is to report on what's going on and to discuss it and to 
get a gauge on it and to comment on it. You're commentators. That's yeah, that's but kind of also, what you're doing. Like the, the magnitude of this, like it was hard for them to be the so, commentators. All right. But so then let me put this out there to you. What would you prefer they have done? Honestly, I would have preferred ESPN to, you know, okay, after, after say the, uh, what, first half hour, I mean, they, they went temp- temporarily suspended at the game for, before they actually called it, what, it was like an hour, hour and a half before they finally right. called it. Right. After, you know, half hour, 45 minutes, once you, you know, you have no more updates, you're only repeating the same things after you're coming back from a commercial break. Put a like old football game on, you know, Notre Dame and Penn State. No, State. There's, no, absolutely. And, that and, would and, be then, a, and then, and then, amazingly when, inappropriate. You and could then, not do that. Put something else on, or just no. You can't. Else. What are you going to do? Oh, okay, guys, uh, why don't you change the something? Like, what? No. Yeah. Absolutely not. It, it, absolutely like, not. I, I got to the point. I had to turn it off because it was that's, getting me upset. That's, well, that's seeing the pain well, for well, them. Well, no. Again, that would have been tremendously inappropriate to do. Um, and listen, if if people wouldn't like if someone like you weren't weren't able to handle it or were getting upset by it then that's the thing is like there there's more than enough options to just okay i can turn this off and wait until i can find something else out but to yeah. do that to be like all right everybody well there's been this horrible tragic thing but uh here you go. We're gonna go give you a little bit ESPN classic right now. And like, no, 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 no. Um, I will say that for the most part, all the ESPN coverage was spot on from the booth, from uh, the sideline, from the studio. Yeah. Uh, it was it was good. The one point of contention that I have, and and it seems to be a point of contention right now. Um, was the Joe Buck five minute comment? So, because that's causing a problem now. Yeah, and I want to know where he got that from because I don't think he got like I don't think he got it from the league because an ESPN is standing by this saying we stand behind Joe Buck and what he's saying, what his information was, or anything like that. But there have been several reports from several reporters who were on the field. When this happened, I believe one was a local uh, uh, Fox 19 reporter or something for in Cincinnati okay. uh, and a few other journalists as well were on the field and say at no point did they hear any sort of communication like that go to any of the coaches, referees, players, anything of that nature. Nothing was a, okay, five minutes to warm up and then you get back out there. Nobody heard that. Yeah. So, and obviously the NFL has come out and said that that is not something they've heard or, or that they said, or ever would have said, yeah. uh, Troy Vincent out there, uh, is saying that, uh, as well. And I see a lot of people on social media screaming about, the, Oh, of course they're going to say that. Fuck the NFL. They don't care about players. They're just exploiting all these young black men. How dare they? They don't care if they die on the field or not. They're just trying to fucking kill them. And first of all, this is another thing too. Um, and I advise this for everybody: uh, stay off social media. Just, yeah. just especially when things like this happen, look for news, look for sources, look for anything like that. But stay off comments and stay off of it because it will infuriate you, and it will it will anger you well, I mean, with it, how people act on there. Even big wigs of ESP like uh, uh, sports writers, you know, obviously the shit that's going on with Skip Bayless right now. Um, Bart Scott blaming T Higgins for for this 
uh, incident. Again, I, the Bart Scott one is that, that might have been edited to make it sound like what he did, but I, 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 I don't care. The Skip Bayless thing, I understand what Skip was saying. He he just needed to word it a lot better. But when you're a writer, when your job of your life is you're right, he writes for the Dallas Morning News, or at least he used to anyway. Yeah. Um, and you're a, you're a professional commentator, pundit, if you will. You're you know you're meant to take hot takes and do all this other kind of shit. Um, your job is communication. Your job is to um be able to get your thoughts across in a manner that is clear and concise to people. Um, you have to do a better job of communicating what you're trying to say. Exactly. Because I, I understood what he was saying. I understood what, what he, he wrote down, but I also understand how people could take it the way they did. Yeah. So like on, on one hand, like, first of all, I don't want to ever be the guy defending Skip Bayless on yeah, anything. He, Let me put that out there right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, that's, that's, this is the guy who tried to drag Drek, uh, uh, Dak Prescott after his brother committed suicide yeah, and tried to say, well, he shouldn't be sad. Like, are, are you fucking are, <laughs> seriously? Um, so I never want to be in that camp. Trust me. Uh, but on the other hand, like I do understand what he was saying. And that's, and, and the thing is that is something that has to be discussed, uh, which the NFL is doing right now of logistically, what do we do? Because that was a very important game when it comes to the you know the 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 NFL uh, uh, standings and seeding and yeah. playoffs and division championships and things of that nature. Obviously, nothing nearly as important as that young man's life. Yeah. So that's why that was put on the back burner, and I think that's there was a lot of people very touchy about the subject that was broached there by Skip within the first hour, two hours of the incident happening. So yeah. that, I, I think that's another thing too. Skip fucking sit on that fucking tweet for a day. Yeah. Before you fucking put it out anyway. So I think there's a lot, you know, this and, and the other, the other side Skip of, Bayless is not innocent in this whole thing. Don't let oh, you yeah, again, yeah. don't let me put that out there. The, the other aspect of it too, is he has to know, he has to realize he, when it comes to the, the show undisputed with him and Shannon Sharp, he's the villain. I mean, no one likes him. He, he already has that hate going towards him. So you have to realize what you're about to put out. People that don't like you or don't agree with what you say are going to read it. Maybe not the way he intended it for. And I mean, obviously the next day he did um, kind of explain what he meant. Even though I like, like, and once I saw the explanation, Man, Shannon looked this morning, Shannon looked dude, like he wanted, he wanted to kill him. You know, and, and, and Thinking from what well, was a, a month ago, they almost went to blows. I, I was praying, like I was thinking, man, I wish you would have jumped over that table at that, that point. Well, because here's the thing, too. Like Skip needs to understand what the situation was, and hearing Shannon try to explain how he felt and everything that was going on, like we like we did at the start of the show. Like we talked about what we saw and what our experience was viewing that and feeling that when we saw that. Shannon trying to do that. And then being immediately interrupted by Skip yeah. every other sentence. Like, I would not have had that composure. And I've done better with my temper. Yeah. But that, I mean, that's that's a level of, dude, shut the fuck up for two seconds. Yeah. 
and let me say what I need to say. Um, so again, don't ever put me in the defending Skip Bayless camp. Uh, but back to the whole five minute thing. This is a this is a big point of contention now, because now you have people online with the fucking pitchforks and torches getting yeah. ready to go to NFL headquarters. NFL doesn't give a shit. NFL doesn't give a shit. And you go out there and you point the facts out to them. Like, first of all, there's multiple sources that say that was never directed to them. That was never said by the NFL. That was never told to any of the officials, coaches, or players. Yeah. None of the coaches or players have come out and said that was told to them. None of the officials came out and said that was told to them. Um, so my question is, where did Joe Buck get that information? Who told Joe Buck that information? And who told Joe Buck to say that information live on television yeah. right after this event happened? Because that is a huge point of contention. And that, and that, alone in and of itself has caused a big problem now espn might be standing behind their guy because they paid him a fucking boatload of money yeah. so they need to but like that is it, if anything it's extremely reckless on joe buck's part yeah especially if it was never said or given as a as a direct order from anybody from the nfl which it seems like from all reports even independently from the nfl it's something that the NFL didn't do. They never said five minutes to play. Yeah. You know, but from my standpoint, before, you know, the, the sources came out that NFL didn't say it or, or multiple reports, I could see the NFL doing that because... I think everybody... And I think that's the problem, too, is that people can see that. It would be like, oh, typical NFL. Yeah. They don't give a shit. Because and... my, my, my other issue is why did it take... Because that was NFL, my initial reaction... And it felt so heard, long to, to postpone it, you know, finally say, listen, we're not playing the rest of the game tonight. Do you know how do you know how big of a of a of a production this is? And do you also know like how long it takes to communicate shit to people back and forth, especially going to New York, going back? First of all, they have to find out what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Because they, again, they're not there. They don't know. Yeah. So this has to get back to Troy Vincent. So then it's, they have to do this. take an hour and a half long to, to make a decision. Then on top. And here's the other thing, too. They probably made the decision a lot quicker. It just took this long to get down to everybody. Because on top of that, like. The information has to go from the stadium, has to go from the stadium, then it has to go to New York. Then it has to go from New York to Troy Vincent. Then it has to go from Troy Vincent, probably up to Goodell. Yeah. And Goodell was probably home. He probably wasn't at fucking Park Avenue at fucking eight o'clock last night. Yeah. Or on Monday night. Monday he's night, not yeah. there. So that then had now he's got to get the phone calls. So then it's like, okay, what do you you're the commissioner? What do you want to do? Okay, clearly we're uh, postponing the game now and we'll 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 figure this out as you know, we'll go by the steps, you know. Yeah. As anybody would. It's like let's not let's let's not uh, make an immediate decision right now. Let's everybody stop, catch a breath, find out what's going on, get the facts, understand what's going on, and we'll make decisions from there. So then that gets communicated back down. So then that goes all the way back to the stadium. So then it gets back to the stadium. That's when all the players go back to the locker room. That's when everybody goes like that. They have all, all this shit. All that happens. Now you're still there. Now, I think clearly at this point, it becomes obvious how serious the situation is. Yeah. So clearly, we're going to go ahead and postpone the game. 
and then we're going to figure out what we do from here. So then that gets, so then that goes all the way back up to the top. Then it gets communicated all the way back down to the bottom. Then I, like, again, that shit takes time. Plus you probably have to talk to the networks. You have to talk to ESPN and be like, okay, what are you doing? What, is, what do you, how much do you need extra time? Do, well, like, are you, are you staying on the air? Like, what are you doing? Because ESPN is probably concerned because they have time that they sold commercial time and they have all this yeah. other shit that they have to fucking do. So they're, you know, again, they're all involved. The city of Cincinnati is probably involved for like, okay, we need to get the cops out there to do traffic and stuff like that. Because uh, uh, again, they have the different, you know, some places have different tra traffic patterns for when you leave a game. Yeah. When you arrive, I mean, we've seen it up in Wilkesbury when we go to Wilkesbury Penguins games, you know, and you have to have officers staffed there and staffed in the right places and cones put out or do whatever. So, again, that probably takes time. So, you got to coordinate with local authorities. You have to look like, again, there's a lot of that. It's not just as simple as, oh, why did they just fucking, why did they cancel the game? Why did it take them fucking an hour and a half to do this? Bullshit. No, it's not bullshit. People just seem to fail to realize, first of all, how big of a fucking operation the NFL is. It's a big fucking thing. It has thousands, uh, tens of thousands of people for each game that are involved in communications and, again, traffic patterns, local authorities, cops, uh, uh, employees, concessions, stadium workers, road workers, uh, um, you know, medical staff. Again, as we as we talked about, thank God they were there. Yeah. You know, like all these things, like all of that has to be in place. And like Troy Vincent said today, like, you know, the, the, the only kind of uh, uh, system or anything that was put into place on Monday was the emergency uh, protocol. And that went off perfectly without a hitch. Yeah. And it did. And thank God it did. Uh, but it, it, this is, again, this is another reason why I, I had to uh, remove myself from social media. Uh, simply because of its toxicities, because people on there are so, people need a villain. Yeah, people want somebody to blame, and it's their fault, and they want to be angry at somebody. So it turns into the NFL, or it turns into Skip Bayless, or it turns into somebody like that. And you know, I did like an idiot. I tried a couple times to explain. The NFL is a big operation. It takes a lot longer than just, you know, a snap of the fingers to get things to go. Oh, what are you carrying your water for him? You fucking pussy. Why? Uh, why? Why don't you just suck Adele's dick then? All right. You know what? Fine. It was my mistake for thinking I could talk reason. Yeah. And that's the one thing I've learned. Or you can't talk reason on Twitter. It's it's Twitter is is Twitter is YouTube comments without the videos. It's all it is. Yeah. It's it's and it's not it's, just Twitter, Facebook and all, all of them. Uh, no, any kind of social media is yeah. just fucking terrible instagram's okay because there's a lot of titties on there tiktok too <laughs> but outside of that like you know there's no redeeming quality when it comes to social media it's not there's not it's just i'm sorry um you know and, and it can be good at times to get information quickly yeah. but also again you have to be careful about where you're getting that information from because all somebody has to say is something they say well i heard yeah and you know their sources i made it the fuck up but uh, it immediately starts getting around so it immediately starts going around it starts going oh my god oh did you hear did you hear and that's again 
that's why I'm kind of upset with Joe Buck for doing the whole five minutes uh, to get ready to play thing is because I think he said that out of pocket. And I, I just wonder if like he overheard or something like that from his producer with them just saying I like something like this. I wonder if they're going to give them five minutes to warm up. And Joe Buck took it as NFL just said that they have five minutes to warm up. No, and it makes me because here's the thing. Typically, if there's an extended delay in the game due to an injury or something like that, there the protocol usually is you get a five minute warm up and then you go back to play. Yeah, like when Dak had his thing, you know, uh, you know, and he broke his ankle and he had to be on a, you know, he was on there for a while. They had to put an air cast on him, get him onto the thing, yeah. scoot him off. Players got five minutes to to warm up and then they played again. Um, is that what he was doing? Like, is that was he was that what he was going with? Did he ask, like, hey, do you know if they're gonna like a play again? It's like, I don't know, usually extended stay, you know, if they have an extended stop, it's usually like five minutes to warm up. And he's like, Good enough for me. Yeah, I'm gonna go on air with that. It's like, all right, but that again, that's not something that was given to him by the NFL. So why the fuck are you saying that? Because now everybody who's watching it, and again, myself, when I heard him say that, I got, are you fucking kidding me? The NFL's gonna like uh, I got indignant. I was yeah. like, "Oh, you! Oh my God, this is terrible!" And then later on in the evening, you find out, "Oh, that was never put out, and that was never said." And it wasn't the NFL who said that at first. Again, it was the reporters that were coming from on the field were coming out and writing and saying because people go after him. What can you tell us about the whole NFL trying to make him go five minutes? And you had several reporters come out and say that was never communicated to the coaches, officials, or players at all. Yeah. So now you have several sources saying that that didn't happen. And then you have the NFL coming out and say that there's like Troy Vincent was looking at him like, are you fucking serious? You think we're going to go ahead and have this guy who just had a fucking heart attack who died on the field and we're going to tell our players to go ahead and Go uh get ready to play in five minutes. Yeah. Like Troy Vincent's a former player. He fucking knows what goes on. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? But all it took was that. And and now you have you know ESPN saying, like, well, we we stand by Joe what Joe Buck said. And it's like, well, I want to know where Joe Buck got his fucking information. Why don't you tell us that? Yeah. Huh? And I'm sure like the 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 production team has recordings of, you know, just say it's the, the producer may have made Miss said the, the, the I don't know the, the I, again there I, should I, be I, tapes out there. That, well that's never going to get released anyway because it's by ESPN yeah so if that is something that happened but I don't know and this is what I mean but all I know is outside of that one particular incident with Joe Buck saying shit out of pocket um the ESPN crew did a fantastic job with that um Scott Van Pelt after they switched it to the studio and Ryan Clark did a great job. I, I don't love, like Ryan Clark usually. I, I love think what Ryan he Clark said. is usually an asshole. Yeah. But I love what um, he said about, you know, next time you guys are bitching about players with fancy football and everything, you know, just remember these guys are literally putting their lives on the line. And um so when you know we look at all that and we get angry and everything that stuff and again we, i kind of went off on a tangent there about joe buck and talking about people looking for a villain and i'm there i am trying to villainize <laughs> joe buck so i guess i'm i'm part of that problem as well uh and i try not to be but sometimes you know listen we all we we all are I mean, we're all are human and we all err and i, I get gonna that. say yeah we're, we're human and we all kind of look like i guess you kind of said it earlier we kind of look for that escape to blame somebody to help us <sighs> deal with the situation 
But uh, like I said, outside of that, I think Joe Buck did an amazing job and Troy Aikman did an amazing job trying to, you know, do what you can in that situation. Yeah. Uh, Susie Colbert and Booger and even Adam Schefter, again, somebody I don't like, they did a great job in the studio dealing with the situation. Um, uh, the sideline reporter who I unfortunately I can't remember her name right now. Uh, oh, just, uh, yeah. Um, Lisa, uh, Lisa, Lisa Saunders. I was going to say Saunders. I don't think it's Saunders, though. Was I think she, it, it begins with an S, but she did a, a fantastic job. And again, was fighting through tears. Yeah. Um, having been on the field and seeing what was happening. Um, so uh, she had a lot, uh, a closer experience. And plus, then she um, was able to see and hear some of the players and interact with some of the players, too. Um, so she, she obviously had a toll, but she did her job and did it very well. Um, so again, there, the, the, you know, ESPN gets a lot of shit. Uh, a lot of times, but this is one time where they get a tip of the cap uh, for doing a a fantastic job with a absolutely tragic and unprecedented situation and doing so while not, uh, you know, exploiting the situation yeah. as as would be, you know, uh, happens sometimes with, with um, uh, certain other networks with certain different things, um, you know. The, the old adage with news networks is that if it bleeds, it leads. Yeah. Uh, and they tried to exploit all the kinds of hurt and pain. Like we've all seen the reporters after a hurricane walking through somebody's destroyed lives. being like, how do you feel at this moment? <laughs> yeah. You know, like just the worst ghoulish behavior you've ever seen from people. Um, and ESPN didn't do that. So uh, a big kudos to them for that. Uh, all this being said and done though, um, the, the the main focus again uh is 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 on uh, Demar Hamlin. Yeah. And uh again as we could say the latest we know about is that um it's kind of status quo right now right now for what it's been. Yeah. Uh, he is uh in critical condition. Uh they haven't listed him as critical but stable yet, which is concerning to me, but he is just as far as we know still in critical condition. Uh, some reports from his family uh, and and uh, 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 allegedly from some of the medical staff there is that he seems to be trending in a more positive direction, which is good news. Yeah. Uh, but again, until we get like real good official word on it, uh, I'm, uh, I'm going to take everything I hear with a grain of salt. But anything that is positive, obviously, uh I'm, I'm going to hold on to and hope for yeah. uh, uh, more than anything else. And I guess that's the only thing you do. Like if you're, if you're a praying man, if you're a praying woman, if you're somebody out there who, who, who does that, pray, pray for that man. Um, if you just, if you're not one of those people, well then give all your thoughts and your love and uh, everything you possibly can uh, uh, to the thoughts of that young man and, 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 and hoping, um, you know, that when we get uh, mm, part of me, Oh man, what's wrong with me? Um, <laughs> no, when we get to uh, you know, let's. I'm I'm hoping that what happens is we get to a point where, uh, you know, if we get to a Super Bowl, so whether the Bills are in it or not, yeah, I don't know. I mean, by this but point, like, if we ever get to, if we ever get to like the, if we get to the Super Bowl point, I, you know, um, you know, you were able to see him like awake and yeah. uh, alive and. Uh, you know, give a wave, you know, on a video board to the crowd or, yeah. or something like that, that would be, uh, that's what I'm hoping for. 
that's what I'm hopeful for. Uh, and and uh, uh, I, I don't think there's going to be too many people who will disagree with that. So, yeah. um, again, just uh, hope the uh, now uh, again, it's, man, this thing fucked me up. Man. <laughs> I, I can hear it. it. I mean, it you know, like again, I mean, even with myself, um, you know, I went down like after I saw what happened and through the text messages and stuff like that, I went down to my wife and I'm I'm not. I'm not trying to make this uh, a joke or anything like that. Um, I went down to her. I'm like, honey, I, I think I just saw a player die on the field. And this is before we found out about the CPR and stuff. Or no, no, we did find out about the CPR. And she's like, okay, how big of a hit was it? I'm like, no, hon, I'm I'm serious. And I explained no, to her, right. I explained to her what yeah. happened. And, uh, you know, so I told her what happened. And I said, I'm going to go back upstairs and watch it and see what goes on. And, you know, I don't know about half hour 45 minutes later she came to bed and she got to the point where she's like she told me turn off the tv she's like just go to bed because i was so i i you know i needed an update i needed to find out what what is status is he right. okay you know things like that i was up to about two o'clock in the morning yeah um but now the the, the other side of this um story uh and again we're not making light of what happened no, is, no, but it, here's the thing. It has to be broached. We yeah. have to talk about it, you know, and, and uh, the, you know, the NFL has to talk about it, which is, again, I don't think Troy Vincent or Roger Goodell or, or most of the higher execs there uh, at, at uh, NFL headquarters there in Park Place in New York or, or Park Avenue in New York, uh, I, I don't think they've gotten a lot of sleep in the last three days. No. no there's, there's, no a lot, there's a lot to cover and understand, not only about what happened, uh, 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 to Mr. Hamlin, but, yeah. um, logistically, what, what do you do with the games, with the season, with everything that's going on? Like this is close to unprecedented. Like we had the COVID year. And, and that's what I just saw before we came on, um, to record that the NFL did say they may look at how they handled COVID with the protocols and all that, the logistics of that aspect of it, and maybe go down that route to figure out these games. You know, but the, here's the problem with that though is like I for like the last two weeks, three weeks of the season of the COVID year, like it was pretty okay. Like there was no bump thing. We all remember there was Wednesday football games, and yeah. there was shit that was delayed, and different weeks were moved, and and games were shuffled, and all that stuff. Like we remember that. Yeah. Um. But this is the last week of the season. And that's that's what's making this so, so tough to figure out. I mean, the one idea I saw, and I think this might be the uh, probably the best option, is get rid of the Pro Bowl week and bump all the games a week. So no week 18. I don't like that. No, because that's you're going to have people complain. Here's the thing. You're going to have people complain no matter what. I don't. I, I don't think there's a best scenario, simply because of like there, there, nothing. Nothing. No situation that is decided on by the NFL is going to be seen as fair. Yeah. By every team or every team's fan base or everybody out there, everybody's going to have a reason to bitch and reason to moan. And the only thing I can say to that is, man, I really hope you realize the situation that everybody's in and why the situation like this unfortunately had to happen and to grow the fuck up and also realize, Hey, 
life isn't always fair. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's, I, I, I've seen that, um, scenario you're talking about where they bump, uh, you, you, there's basically a week 19. That's just going to be the Bengals and bills. Uh, everybody else gets a buy basically. And then you start the playoffs late. See, I, I wouldn't even play week 18 this weekend. I, I would, I would have them, uh, the bills and the, the Bengals play the rest of that game either Sunday or Monday night and have week 18 the following weekend. Because, no, you can't do that. Because this game... You can't do that. This game just doesn't affect the Bills and the Bengals. This also affects the Chiefs. So it's, No, it does. It does, but you're not going to... Because you have other... Again, other venues already have schedules planned out and have things mapped out. Like, you can't just say, okay, move this. Because some venues might, uh, you know, especially the domed ones... Uh, might have concerts coming in. They have other things that have already been scheduled, already been paid for, it, already everything like that. Like you and can't. Maybe that's why the NFL is talking about the you, COVID you can't, protocols. Like you know, say Kansas City. Okay, they got you, a they got a concert there. Maybe move it to uh, a, a college. Well, there's not going to be an open air concert in Kansas City in the I'm, middle I'm of just, January. That's yeah, not going to happen. You never know. But no, <laughs> here's the thing. I, I think there were several options available, and I think they're all honestly valid at this point. I think everything's on the table. Um, do you do you bump the week? Do you make it week nineteen? Do you uh, uh, do anything like that? I mean, it's possible, but logistically, that's probably the least likely because, again, of all the logistics involved. And then, no matter which way you do it, whether you move all this week, this week's games to next week, which on on a three days notice, I don't think you can do that. Yeah. Um, and also, if you just have it this weekend and only have the Bills and Bengals play then, well, then everybody gets a bye week uh, except for them going into the playoffs. And then they get one, but the other teams get two. Like if the Eagles get the number one spot, they'd get two weeks of a bye. And everybody else gets another bye except for like – and then the Bengals don't get a bye. And then they have to play – like it it becomes it becomes a problem when you come of it that way. The other options available are uh, – you mark it down as a tie. Now that's something that happens. I thought in, about that. That's something that happens in record books all the time. You can mark it down as a tie. Uh, that hurts the Bills. Uh, I think that helps the Bengals uh, uh, with with their division race. Uh, you can do something like that. Uh, you can also do, uh, as I've heard, uh, just judge seating based on winning percentage. And, you know, like the game is just not played. So then you okay. base it on winning percentage. Uh, I've seen people say uh, mark the score as it was, which I is the least likely for me. I don't think that's uh, you, you've played less than a quarter. Yeah. Uh, there's no way you would have the, the Bengals win seven to three based on nine minutes of, of gameplay. I, I wouldn't do that. Um, so. Uh, then you have the coin toss, which okay. listen, I'm at this point. I said everything's on the table, and I think that's just as fair as anything else that's been put, well, put I mean, out there. If you really think about it too, with, as far as the coin toss, I mean that game played on the show sure up. It would have been a call, coin have toss. Have somebody call it in the air, uh, and and whoever's coin toss, okay, you win the game. Yeah, and that'll get that'll get marked down, and uh, you win two nothing because that's what uh, forfeits are marked in, in the NFL anyway so okay. again it wouldn't technically be a forfeit but that's how you would score it um, and and then you move on from there 
uh, and and that have have that be as it may. Uh, what, whatever the situation is, those are discussions that that are happening and 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 uh, need to happen. Yeah. Uh, again, we all know the situation, and our thoughts are obviously uh, with Demar. So don't don't I don't want to have people sit here and think like you know like oh they're so callous or anything like that. No, that's not what we're doing. But these are conversations that are happening and need to happen. Yeah. Because <clears throat> what do you do? Like, um, it's, it's, uh, this is an unprecedented situation. I, I personally think what's going to end up happening is the game's going to be voided. Um, and the AFC is just going to be based on winning percentage. And whether that's fair or unfair to the Bills or to the Chiefs or to the Bengals or to the Ravens, um, whatever the case is, uh, that is just unfortunately the, the situation we're in. I mean, and if, if they're going to go off teams and fan bases are going to have to understand that if they're going to base it off of winning percentage, you know, I, I don't know if you follow, follow on ESPN during a, whatever game NFL game would it be, but the percentage to win and each score, it goes up and down or each minute it goes up and down. Why can't they do that instead of, okay, win percentage overall for the season, you know, what do you mean? Like, uh, okay. So the Eagles are playing the Cowboys Eagles score a touchdown. I know, have, I know what you mean by that, but yeah. how does that apply to this? To to figure out if they're going to say no, we're not going to play the game. Let's use some type of way to to figure out who wins it. And if no, 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 no. It's not not winning percentage to see who wins the game. Just the season yeah, winning percentage. But that's what I'm it's, saying. That I don't think that's like they're like they're no like I, I don't know if you're understanding what I'm saying. Yeah, no, here. you're you're saying take their winning percentage of the overall year up to this point. And whoever has a better record wins the game? No, not record, a winning percentage. For for the season. Right. And that team, whoever has a better win percentage, wins the game. No. Oh, okay. Okay. So the yeah, game I, is voided. The game is not played. The game does not count. Okay. All right. Yes. Yeah, so that I, game I was, does not happen. Jesus uh, Christ, Jimbo. <laughs> catch up here. No. The game is okay. the game is voided means that is over. All the right. game is done. It never happened. So then what you're doing is you're basing the seeding of the AFC. Oh, okay. All and right, everything no. that happens on the team's winning percentages. Okay. I Jesus. <laughs> like talking to a wall sometimes. <laughs> well, it could I love be, you, Joe. I love it you, could Joe. Been worse. I, I could have said you. something like Skip Bayless and everybody would hate me then. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, no, no. You didn't embarrass, uh, 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 you know, you didn't say anything bad about uh, uh, DeMar or anything like that. You just... <laughs> You embarrass the show, and you embarrass yourself, and embarrass me. No, I'm I'm joking. You don't embarrass anybody. Well, You're great hey, at this. It's, it's a new year, new me. That's my plan for all years. I embarrass me um, the show with you. This is new year. Same. It's a new year, but it's the same you. This is this is what it is. But no, like that's honestly what I think is going to end up happening. Is let me look up. Actually, give me a second here, because I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to look up the I'm going to look up the, the the standings anyway to see. How that would actually shake out uh, uh, as we as we look at it. Let me look to see if I can get these officially up here. Um, but because I, you know I, it's such a because right now the Bills have a winning percentage of of eight hundred. They're they're at eight hundred right now. Okay. Uh, and where are the Bengals? The Bengals are at seven thirty three. Okay. And the Ravens are at six twenty five. So. That is what it is, and the Chiefs are 
have an 813 winning percentage. So right now, if again that game is voided and we we move on, the Chiefs are the number one seed. Now, if the Bills had won that game against the Bengals, they're the number one seed again because they have the tiebreaker over Kansas City. Yeah. But if you void that game, then Kansas City has the number one seed now anyway. And again, even if the Bills win next week and the Chiefs, uh, they should win. Who are they playing? Are they playing the Raiders, I think? Uh, So Chiefs probably winning that game. Um, So the Chiefs will get number one. Now, is that fair to the Bills? Again, probably not, but we're talking about a situation that we've never had before. So, uh, when, since you got the, the the stats up right there, the standings, what if they gave both teams a win? Like, if you're going to go the, the route of avoiding the game, no win, no loss, this game meant a lot for all three teams. Well, because well, because then you screw over the Ravens. Then you you basically screw over the Chiefs and the Ravens at once. Because then if you give the Bengals and Bills both a win, yeah, then you give the Bills the number one seed and then probably the number one seed going in because they're most likely going to beat the Patriots. Okay. And the Chiefs are, again, most likely going to beat the Raiders, but the Bills have the tiebreaker over the Chiefs, so they would get the number one seed no matter what. And then you're giving the Bengals a win, which would then lock up the AFC North for them. Like okay. if they had beaten the Bills, they would have locked up the AFC North no matter what happened next week. Yeah. So... Then you're screwing the Ravens over. Yeah. So you you like you can't give both teams a win. You can't give both teams a loss. You could give them a tie, but then even a tie there, uh, I mean that fucks the Ravens anyway, because then the Ravens would have one more. Like let's say the Ravens and Bengals play next week, and the Ravens beat the Bengals. So now the Bengals are eleven five and one. The Bengals are eleven and six, so the Bengals still get the division based off the tie. Based, okay. So if you give both teams a tie, you're still fucking over the Ravens. Yeah. So all things considered, I think you have to void the game, and then you have to go by winning percentage. Because, and, and again, I think even that would fuck over the Ravens too, because I think the Bengals end up would clinch the division in anyway. All right, so, so uh, how about this idea then? And this literally just popped in the head, so it's probably going to be real shitty and you're going to make fun of me. So, okay, let's void the game. Play week 18 as week 18. Right. Use the winning percentages um, to uh, for you know, seedings. Use the seeding, right. right. But bump the the games a week away. So, so that way everybody gets a bye. You know, the Bills and the Bengals didn't play a full game. Who knows what could have, could have happened? Don't want to speculate or say it, but there could have been more injuries. Could have went different. You know, things like that. So that way, everybody gets a in the AFC. and so then whoever gets the top seed gets a two week buy. Everybody else gets one week. Do you want to have a buy for two weeks though? Going to the playoffs? That's rough. And, and again, I think I mean, that's rough too. Who, who cares about again, the Pro Bowl? There's, no, <laughs> it's not about no, it's not about the Pro Bowl. It's about having. You as a team, you want to get that bye week. Yeah. But do you want two bye weeks? You want to go, th- it'll be three weeks since you've played a game. That's a long yeah, time. True, yeah. So do you want that? Like, again, if I'm a team, I don't know if I want that either. So, again, it, it becomes a question of they're going to have to discuss it. I think, is that on the table? I think that's a discussion. Yeah. I think they're probably bringing that up. Listen, 
as I talk, I was talking with my father earlier today. I said, if it was, if I was commissioner, I'm taking Joe Burrow. I'm taking Josh Allen. I'm putting them in front of a fucking PS five. You guys are playing Madden for it. You know, I, Whoever I, wins Madden <laughs> wins the game. They get that, and we move on. Just fuck it. We're in a, we're in twenty twenty three here. Yeah. Let's fucking use Madden for something good here, okay? Yeah, I was thinking that earlier, but I'm like, no, that might be a little insensitive. But <laughs> why not? You know, uh, at set, this, set the like, game I up know. seven three. I don't know. That's what I mean. I, I don't know because at this point, I think honestly, everything, every option is on the table. I, the, the the option I don't think that is on the table is them playing the game. I yeah, don't I, think that's going to happen. I, I think that's done. So I think what you're looking at is this is the this is the end of the season coming up this week, and then uh, we start the playoffs next week. However, that is so. However, we figure out the seating. However, we decide. However, they decide to. Uh, do this, whether they give ties, whether they do winning percentage, whether they do a coin flip, however they do it, um, it, that's going to be what it is. And there's going to be people who don't like it, but we're all just going to have to live with it. And I'm going to be honest with you. uh, As long as that kid wakes up from his hospital bed, I'm fine with whatever happens. Yeah. Um. You know, we, we so we'll see. We, you we, know, we said a couple of weeks ago that you know we have great ideas for the NFL. They should hire us. I'm glad we're not hired hired to the NFL. Right? You know, oh, are you week. kidding me? Are you kidding me? I, this I, would be. This is. Listen. This is why we make those big bucks. <laughs> uh, I, give me the million dollars. Yo, you I'd pay me a couple million stomach. dollars. <laughs> oh, I listen. I wouldn't get any sleep. I'd be drinking a lot of coffee. Maybe doing cocaine. I don't know. Or W. But I would do something to stay up that long, and we'd figure it out. And listen, yeah. it's like. Listen, listen, listen. We're gonna do we're gonna do this. We're gonna do like a basketball fucking sixteen Damn. round robin tournament. Like that's what we're gonna do. All right. Yeah. And, uh, get ready, everybody, strap in. You know? Um but again, th- th- this is the thing is these are people who have to now make a decision that has billions of dollars behind it. Yeah. That is going to affect these billion dollar franchises that's going to affect billion dollar media entities that's going to affect billions of dollars from advertisers that's going to affect billions of dollars from different cities and revenue streams and all this stuff. like it's big it is this is big this yeah. is a big decision that they have to make oh yeah so um there was something else i was thinking of too of no matter what, how they figure out what they're going to do with the AFC. My idea was just for this year only, um, do a neutral site AFC championship game. So it's like, Oh, the Bills should have been the number one seed. Oh, the chief should be the number one seed. Well, who knows how the game would have went and blah, blah, blah. And like, you know what? Use the winning percentages to do like the seeding or find out how everything is or whatever. And then just however it plays out for this year's AFC championship game and this year's AFC championship game only, have the game at a neutral site. Have the game at like fucking uh, uh, Lucas Oil Stadium or something, yeah. you know, or or some, you know, a dome where there there's not a playoff team or something like that or a stadium that doesn't have a team. Do it in fucking Miami, whatever. I, if Miami yeah. makes the playoffs, they might still make the playoffs. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> uh, but at the end of the day, uh, maybe maybe you just do that. So now it's not a case of 
a team having home field advantage with the playoffs and all this stuff. Again, is it fair? Is it right? No, but it's, listen, if you make it to the AFC championship game, I'm sure you're not going to sit there and bitch and complain about it. Yeah. You know, you're, you're going to do what you got to do. So um, that to me, that's another option that can be on a table. Am I saying any of these options that we're talking about are great? No, because there are no great there, options. There isn't, yeah. There's what, no great idea, options here. Yeah, whatever idea they come up with, like you said, half the people are going to like it, half the people aren't going to like it. Right. You know, there's, so, there's no pleasing the full mass. Is it going to be fair? No, we're looking for the most fair it can possibly be at exactly. this point. Exactly, yeah. You know, so maybe that's an option. Maybe it's like, okay, for this year, the AFC Championship game is a neutral site game. Um, and you run it like that. And you see what happens. Uh, uh, and, and you know what? I would think it would kind of be cool. You know, you have yeah. a neutral site. You get both end zones painted. You put a big AFC logo in the middle of the field. I think it'd be I'd fucking do it. You know? And you know That'd what? be cool as shit. You know what? If they come up with that idea, we have it on the recording here. We will just I want, simply, the, I want simply, the credit. Yep. Simply ask. Just put a little STS logo in both end zones. That's all we'll ask. I'll put here. I'll, I'll ask. Like, listen came up with the idea can i do the field design because i'm into graphics and doing all that kind of shit let me do the field design and in those spots like on the 20 yard lines where they have the little nfl shield yeah on each one let's we could just paint over that with a little stay tuned sports logo See? right there right there that's all that's all i ask just, just as, a, as, a, as a little thank you also like that <laughs> although if they say okay we'll do that or we'll give you and your friend 10 million dollars <clears throat> I'll take the logo. I'm gonna take the ten million dollars. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. No, no, I'll I'll, I'll take the ten million. I, I wanna I wanna retire. Guess early. what? I'll take the twenty million. <laughs> you can have your fucking logo. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, oh, um, the only thing, uh, well, probably the two things that we're not gonna do this week. Um, you didn't put out your uh, power rankings. I'm not. I'm not doing the power rankings this week. Obviously for obvious reasons yeah um i don't don't want to do the blue picks this week um no um and again there's a you know again i know it's the last week of the year and all that kind of stuff but uh you know i just it doesn't it doesn't sit right you know so uh next week i will do my end of year power rankings for the regular season and and have all that out and do everything like that maybe we'll do uh, like a like a not necessarily blue picks, but maybe we'll do like a playoff blue picks playoff. We could do a playoff blue pick, know, and we just like pick uh, you know playoff games that we think might be a blowout, playoff yeah. games that we might you know that are probably a lock, and playoff games that might be an upset. Yeah, and we'll see. Um, and here's the other thing too, like to to get back on on a little bit more of a normal track on what is you know obviously a very abnormal week for for any kind of sports show that you know. Again, looking at any sports show from first take to uh, uh, Pat McAfee show to Dan Patrick to Rich Eisen to any of the sports shows that you that you listen to or watch out there, uh, not been a normal week. And no. again, it's 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 not a normal week for us here either as, as we're trying to do this. Uh, I, I don't think it's a normal week for anybody. Yeah. Uh, but to get a little bit more on a normal track and try to try to get a focus to. Uh, uh, this weekend and to the games coming up, man, there are some big fucking games. Oh, yeah. There's some huge games, and one of them happens to be between the New York Football Giants and the Philadelphia Eagles. It, and there's a lot on that line, man. It's, it's not going to be a good game if Hurts not starting. 
Uh, <laughs> and that is still up in the air. And yeah. what's also still up in the air is whether the Giants are going to play their starters or not. I, I, I thought I saw Dable say he's going to start or he's going to start his starters. I I am a listen. I am a man who, uh, well, ever since 2007. And we started our last game and played all our starters in the last game against the New England Patriots. And then we rode that all the way into the Super Bowl where we played the New England Patriots and won against them uh, and, and destroyed their undefeated streak. Yeah. Um, since then, I've been a proponent of you you play play your starters even if there is nothing to play for play them and and this point was brought up to me and because i've seen a bunch of giants plans well if i don't see daniel jones and saquon barkley in their pajamas i'm gonna be really upset how like here's the thing you you just played your best game all year yeah top to bottom defensively offensively dj was on point saquon Played well. Burrito played well. Your defense was monstrous. Kayvon Thibodeau got called an undisgusting monster. Well, he is a dirtbag. Uh, so, uh, well, he didn't know he was hurt. He Bullshit. And not only that, for, <laughs> like, listen, you could be upset at Thibodeau all you want. If I'm a Colt, I'm pissed at my offensive line. What the fuck? Are you, you're letting your quarterback get snow angeled. Yeah. Well, yeah. he's hurt, and you just standing around yeah. doing yeah. nothing? I'd have pancaked that motherfucker. Yeah. Like, listen, have some pride in your quarterback. That reminds me when Andy Dalton got killed for the Cowboys. Yeah. And not a single one of his offensive linemen came and helped him. It was like, (laughs) that's not a good look. Not a good look. As far Uh, as my Eagles, though, I'll I'll say this, and this dawned on me today. When when I was watching the game, I was was typical Jimbo. I'm jumping out the 17th floor window and, you know, all this other stuff. We suck. We're terrible. I was like, dude, you're 13-3. Shut the fuck up. It was the first Eagles game this year that I watched with my dad. (laughs) He just looks at me and goes, man, it's been a long time since I watched an Eagles game with you. I forgot how bad you get with these. Oh, we suck. We suck. But if you look in 2017, the last three weeks with Nick, Nick Foles, Nick Foles didn't play that well. I'm, now, I'm not saying Gardner Minshew is going to be our starter in the playoffs, but the team didn't play that well those last three games, and we went on to win the Super Bowl. So I, hopefully history repeats itself. Well, this is my thought with the Giants, is because when the Giants did that in 2007, that was even though we lost, that was momentum building. That was, that was that to us was that symbol of we can fucking hang with these guys. Yeah. We can play with the best in the league. We can play with one of history's greatest teams if we can do that and then you saw what happened the giants ran through the playoffs had overtime in, in green bay where where tom coughlin's face turned several shades of purple <laughs> uh and then we went to the super bowl and had a, maybe the most improbable win um fast forward a couple of years uh and i heard pat talking about this today on his show pat mcafee uh his rookie year the Colts were 14-0. and 0. They had clinched everything. They had clinched first play. They couldn't do any worse than what they were doing. Uh, and so, and I remember watching this game, too, because it was against the Jets. Uh, they started everybody for like a series or two or for like a quarter. Yeah. And then they benched everybody, and they lost. And then they lost to the Jets. And then the next week, they lost again. Yeah. You know, and so they ended up 14-2 and two going to the playoffs. And then they made it to the Super Bowl, and then they got they, they lost to the Saints. And what he said was that there wasn't a player on that team that wanted to rest. There wasn't a player on that team that said, oh, we need to rest our starters. Oh, we need to be down. They wanted to carry that momentum. And it felt like 
he said everybody that he talked to that he remembers being on that team <clears throat> felt like the momentum was stopped and then they kind of had to re-chug themselves yeah. getting into the getting into the 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 playoffs and into the Super Bowl. So for the Giants, I think it's twofold. I think it's one, you just played your best game all year. Build off that. Build off that momentum. Build off that success and see what you can do. And two, you have <clears throat> what has uh, essentially been one of the best teams in the NFL all year, um, has been the number one seed in the NFC basically all year, yep. and is going to have to be a team you're going to have to beat if you want to go far in the playoffs. See where you at. The last time you played them, you got fucking boat raced. Yeah. See where you stack up against them now. See what you see what you're made of, and go into the playoffs with that. And then on top of that, if you do happen to beat them, well, then either the Niners or the Cowboys will be the number one seed, and you get to fuck over one of your most hated rivals. That's how why, fucking cool is that? That's why I was started Jalen Hurts last week. I don't care how hurt you are. You you go from the number one seed, like I said, all year round, to lose this game. You could be the fifth and seed. Fifth seed, exactly. You could end up being the fifth. You could go from being number one seed all year to in the last week of the year becoming the fifth seed. Yeah. Um. That that's that's, that's why I think Hurts plays. I, I think Sirianni's just keeping it close to the vest, and you know, Friday or whatever day they actually have to say who's the starter. That's when you'll find out. And then that's the other thing. Who would wait? Who would the, who, who would the who would you end up playing? Because first would have a bye. Minnesota. Second, so let no. Uh, because let's see, let's say for the sake of argument, because it's the this is probably gonna let's say it's the 49ers. Okay. Let's say the 49ers end up getting the number one seed. So then you'd have the 49ers at one. The Cowboys would be two. Uh. Uh, who's three? Oh, uh, the Vikings would be three, right? The Buccaneers would be four. Yeah, so Minnesota. First round. Uh, Eagles would be five, Giants six, and either Lions or Packers or Seahawks or seven or whatever. That seems like. So that would be then. Uh, uh, no, because the Giants would play Minnesota. Oh, okay. Maybe that's what I saw then. Uh, the Giants play Minnesota pretty much because unless the 49ers lose, uh, the Vikings can't get up to the second spot. Okay. I don't think. So, uh, I Tampa don't Bay? think that's... I think they locked up their division. Uh, Tampa Bay would be four because two plays seven. Okay. Three plays six. Four plays five. Four plays five. Oh shit! Yeah, you play Tampa the Buccaneers oh. in Tampa Bay. Oh, do you want to go up against playoff Tom Brady? I was gonna say we don't have Nick Foles, <laughs> or well, oh. I mean, maybe we could get Eli to come out. And listen, the Buccaneers have sucked all year. <laughs> I, don't get me wrong; I understand well, that. But last week with Mike Evans, what was that? Three I was gonna say if, they, if you're talking about this is the time of year that they're gonna figure this shit out, and now you have to go down to Buck Tampa Bay and play this team. <laughs> You don't want that. Uh, Nobody wants to go and play playoff <laughs> Tom. Oh, that would. What? What would be? Now again, we're going hypothetical here. What yeah. would be the reaction of the Philadelphia fan base of this season that you guys have had, and you go one and done in the playoffs, getting beaten by Tom Brady and the Buccaneers like that? I have a feeling Philadelphia would implode. 
Well, be, before they burned the city down, they they would call for Sirianni's head. Howie Roseman would be lynched up onto the freaking light post and everything. Um, <clears throat> like, it, 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 Does, is this a case where then every decision in the last three weeks is going to be scrutinized? Oh my god, yeah. Of just like why why was you know. Why did you start Minshew against the Saints, or why was he? Why why yeah. did you make this call in the Cowboys game, or why did you do? Because that's the thing too. The Eagles had a chance to wrap everything up against the Cowboys. Lost. Yeah. You had a chance to wrap everything up last week with the win against the Saints. Lost. And now you're in a situation where, <laughs> if you somehow lose to the New York Giants who in the last two weeks have played very good football. Yeah. You know, they had the, they had the last minute loss to the Vikings uh, and then they, they fucking throat stomped the, uh, the, the Colts, which again, I know they're the Colts, but yeah. still it's the giants. The fact that giants put 31 points upon anybody is a fucking miracle. <laughs> so now you have the giants all of a sudden feeling themselves. If the giants decide to play their starters could have a game like what? The, ooh, and now with sweat being out, yeah. Now we are supposedly well. We we opened up the the practice window for um, Robert Quinn and uh, our safety uh, Gardner. He has like three names. I I only know the last name is Gardner. Um, uh, uh, CJGJ is what go. I hear everybody call him. CJGJ. I did see that. Yeah, he's uh, he's available for practice. Yeah, which if he plays, he would fill in for Avante Maddox since Blankenship has held his own. Um, as a rookie, uh, free safety. Um, so I think that would definitely help shore up the, the backside. I mean, our front line, our front four are the best in, in the NFL. But if they can't get sacks, the, the other teams are just passing all over us. Because know? here's the other thing, too. Like, again, this is still all hypotheticals because the Eagles might still stomp the Giants, which is perfectly, you know, uh, possible. Um, but is this a thought? That maybe you start Minshew, but you have Hertz as backup on the bench, your number two. And if shit starts going sideways, you put him in there and are like, okay, fucking. I'll, I'll tell you what. Turn his if, game around. If they were to do that, I will be calling for Sirianni's head because I said they should have did that last week. Dallas game, okay, I'm okay with you sitting him out, you know. I, I knew the Dallas game was going to be a tough game to win. I thought we could have beat the Saints with Minshew. And then when we go no first downs in the first half and all three and outs, that's when I knew we were fucked. And that's where if you had Hurts on the sideline waiting, second half comes, you you, you put him out there. Because at, at halftime, I think we were only down seven or ten. I think we were down seven points. It was like ten to three or thirteen to three, yeah. something like that. Yeah. So, so it was it was seven to ten points. Not not insurmountable. Yeah. And that's the other thing too. I mean, we only lost by ten. But if you look, if you watch the game and, and just take the score out of it, the Saints railed us. Uh, you know, Minshew was holding the ball way too long. There, were, uh, I think the five or six sacks that he gave up uh, held the ball over four and a half seconds on them. Like you got to get that shit out. And play calls the past two weeks, I didn't see any RPOs, which is our identity. That that's our offense is the RPO. And Minshew, he's not quick or maybe as smart as Hurts to, to read a defense to, to run them. And I think that's what is really hurting our offense past two weeks. 
I got to tell you, man, I, I, I'm rooting like hell that Minshew starts because <laughs> I'll tell you what, all we need, all we need is 26 points. If we can beat I'll tell the you Eagles what. by 26 points, that fucking belt stays here. <laughs> Come on, Giants. No. Let's make it happen. No, no, no. Because we got the playoffs. I don't get fuck off. No, I still <laughs> no, that's a tiebreaker. That one, fuck that yeah. one year. Fuck that shit. Fuck it. <laughs> oh, but it's going to be a fun weekend though. <laughs> it's going to be an interesting weekend. Um, again, uh, if you're out there, obviously, uh, uh, enjoy the football, watch the football, uh, uh, and and uh, uh, yeah, no, just just keep uh, keep Demar Hamlin in in your mind and your thoughts uh, as as you watch and enjoy this weekend and watch your games and watch if especially if your team's in it, be excited, be fun, enjoy it, um, and and realize listen, you know, listen, if if anything, um, if anything to be taken from a lot of this is uh. Listen, life is short. excruciatingly short. Yeah. It is terribly short. And we don't get to enjoy a lot of things uh, in our very short time here. So um, watch and enjoy and drink and eat and be merry and laugh and hug and tell your loved ones you love them. Tell the people you hate you love them. Who gives a fuck? Um, you know, if you have grudges, put them aside. If you have all this shit, like, like let, let, what happened on Monday as terrible as it was have a positive effect on you, on your life, on the people around you, the people you love, your family, your friends, your community, uh, all of that. And, uh, make the best out of what absolutely was a terrible situation. And, and yeah, and yeah, just enjoy the games, enjoy life and, uh, and, and, uh, have a good time. It's really, is really what it's about. Yeah. All right, I think that's gonna be it for us for this week. Um, like, yeah, no, with, no, with none of the other stuff, we didn't get to do the cool W reads, but we'll do that next no, week. Oh yeah, um, but you know, do me a favor. Um, when Philly is beating the Giants, make sure you you know tag King in and get him riled up for me. I mean, I'm gonna be doing it myself too, but it's 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 kind of boring when it's by myself. So I want my other Eagles fans to to help us out. <laughs> See, you're saying that you're saying that, but what happens if the opposite happens? You have a lot of quiet ass people. I have I'm, a lot I'm gonna, of quiet ass people. I'm gonna take your advice and stay off stay off of social media. Staying off social media <laughs> is probably gonna be the best idea for you. But however, listen, if people want to talk shit on me at King of Skunk Duck, K-I-N-G-O-F-S-K-U-N-K-D-U-C-K, like the two animals, King of Skunk Duck. You wanna you listen. Come at me, bro. Let's go. <laughs> or uh, in the uh, the show description, um, we'll have a, the, the 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 link for our Discord. Just come on over and, and go we into could, the Discord and talk, talk shit over on there. Go right ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so, the links there over on Twitter and uh, I believe it's on the Instagram too, and I think it's also up on the website. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's at st sports podcast. That's at st sports podcast. That's over on Instagram and on Twitter. Uh, it's in the Twitter bio, so go follow the link there. Sign up to the Discord. Talk with us. Have fun. Uh, talk shit. It's fun. Um, and, uh, and yeah, no. So everybody, uh, hug your loved ones. Tell your loved ones you, you, you love them. And uh, enjoy this uh, this last weekend of the NFL regular season. And, uh, and enjoy yourself. Have fun and enjoy life. That's really all I got to say. So till next week, this is your good friend Jimbo. And it's your boy, King. Love you. 
Damar Hamlin, thoughts and prayers. Love you, man. See you guys next week.